This is Two Jerks, One Vote, and we're doing reviews for the song fight entitled 13th Moon. No bits this time, it's just Chumpy and me talking for an hour. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Chumpy, and this is The Jerk. Now here's how this thing works. We've won some fights enough that we think we know our stuff. We'll listen to your submission Subjected to our praise and our derision I know that sounds unfair But you're not obliged to care Yeah, you're gonna lose This song fight And yes, I'm talking to you Yeah, you're gonna lose This song fight Deep down inside you know that it's true Most of these bands are gonna lose When this song fight is done And your band's won by your bands won, I don't mean your bands won with bands being a contraction of band has and one meaning the past tense of win. Those are just tricky hominids. What I'm really trying to say is that you're one of the losers. Let's see, who won last fight? Oh, good question. Was there anything surprising there? Oh yeah, it was Midnight Yacht Club. Yeah, they would they were not on our list to win, if I recall. And they won by over double anybody else's score, which is a surprise. I thought it wasn't the worst song of the batch, but it wasn't among our top uh, dozen or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It wasn't. It was, probably wasn't in our top five. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. But well, interesting. Some people can disagree with us, or you know, maybe this is uh, they had some of their fans voting, which is always a good thing if you can muster your fan base. Yeah. To vote yeah. For you. No, absolutely. That's that's a totally legit option. You know, this is all uh, conjecture, too. The, the, it could just be that everybody saw stuff in the Midnight Yacht Club song that we didn't. The one that I liked the best was Von Vorten, and you tricked me into retaining my vote for them. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I Do you was, remember why? Or did, did yes. you figure out why? <laughs> yes, yes. Because you, you looked don't... on the boards, right? And you... Exactly. I don't usually <laughs> read the boards. I don't usually read the other reviews or anything all that much, and, unless I have some, like, point that I want to check on or something. But And Vaughn was but... totally like, oh, yeah, I rushed this through in, like, a couple hours. And <sighs> I was expecting you to go, fuck, I hate you now. <laughs> It it was a, you know I, I guess I guess I feel a little vindicated that they didn't win even though again best song of the fight they they had the best song of the fight I just freaking hate those comments so yeah oh I just I just farted this out instead of like actually putting any effort into it or it's like saying oh I apologize because I only had an hour to do this when again no you had all week to do it blah 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 I already went over this so Twice. oh and and I've done it. <laughs> earlier too on on other podcasts it'll come up again i'm sure oh it it might yeah nobody nobody learns it's it's this weird it's this weird brag and (laughs) or a weird excuse for turning in crap i I, i'm sure i would have stuck to my guns and not voted for them if i'd read that uh before voting but you know honestly i still think von vorten was the best of the fight and they were like second to last or something in the vote count which surprised the hell out of me i do not understand the song fight voting audience yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, but yeah, you're all wrong. We're right. <laughs> uh, let's, let's make that clear from the get go. We, we are the arbiters of uh, musical taste and yeah, you should use this as a crib sheet for whenever you vote for song fight. No, I'm kidding. Half kidding. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of this fight, the 13th moon, what yeah. did you think of the title? I thought it was tricky you know the the potential for it was to do something sort of fantasy something spooky something mystic and we did get a fair amount of that 
in here. I, I didn't love the title. I didn't hate it as much as the current title, but yeah, I thought it, we could have done something had we gotten our shit together and not been sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we occasionally do those. You know, the blue woman, yes, and the dominatrix, and the you know, the sort of veer off into these fantasy sci-fi type things. And I'm sure that we could have pulled something like that out. Yeah, again. lycanthropic love song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a lycanthrotic love song necessarily. Well, I'm lycanthropic. saving that for my review. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, should we launch into them? Yeah. Let's start out with Berkeley Social Scene. How many days and how many nights? How long will it be before you give up the fight? Perhaps my favorite song of this fight. I love that slinky, laid-back guitar riff that it leads off with. Really effective for setting the tone for the rest of the song. Lunkhead, you know, his tight, harmonized vocals sound really great. And uh, some of the better backing vocals I think I've ever heard in a Berkeley Social Scene song. Yeah. Lunkhead is definitely upping their game there. So yeah. I was really happy with that. Just, you know, I was listening to this while working. And I was kind of stressed out. And every time it came on, it just kind of calmed me down a little bit. And I'm like, ah, this is nice. Yeah. I don't know. It was just nice. I liked listening to it. I like it when it came on. There's this weird, like, is it a 60-cycle hum sound from a single-coil pickup or something that buzzes throughout the song? I think that's his microphone. I'm not sure. If it was on purpose, then it was a weird choice and maybe a bad choice. But I, I think it was a mistake. Yeah, I think it's hard to just edit that out, too. I have yeah. I, I think I've tried to get rid of that 60-cycle hum before, like mm-hmm. uh, when I had single-coil pickups, and I couldn't figure out a good way of doing it. Yeah. But yeah, but this, I yeah, I they should know better. <laughs> they should have this shit figured out by now. They've been doing this for uh, for a dozen years or more. So uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I think it was a mistake. Having said that, you know that's it's a very minor mistake on an excellent song, an excellently produced song. Yeah, it didn't really tarnish the song at all. Not at all. No, no. It, but we both noticed it, so maybe it tarnished it a little tiny bit. Not significantly, though. I mean, it was a very soothing song. It sounded great. Uh, Lunkhead's uh, vocals are just just wonderful. The lyrics weren't posted, but that's fine because like there's nothing muffled or confusing uh, in the lyrics. You know, you could really clearly hear everything that's being sung. Great vocals. Great backing vocals. I like how the song in general like wasn't overdone like I would have done. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like everything is where it needs to be in the mix. And there isn't like a bunch of extraneous stuff busying it up. You know, there's, it's just enough. There's plenty in the song, but it's still laid back and uh, soothing. And it's a great song and it's just, it's really solid. I liked it a lot. Yeah. This might go on my long-term playlist. Good stuff. Ooh, wow. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I liked it a lot. All right, so next up we've got Caravan Ray. Things don't seem right to me. I sense an anomaly with me. Or the galaxy. And as you would agree, that could make me feel quite uncomfortable. 
comfortable Existentially Something enlightened That ain't right Gods above me in the sky Is the thirteenth tonight Welcome back, Ray It's been a while, I think It has been a while Yeah, it's, it feels like a while anyway But, um yeah. yeah, he was back for the last Nurine, but he hasn't been in a song fight fight in some time. Let's see. I thought uh, there was great delay work on that guitar. You know, it might have been a bit much on the guitar chords during the verses, but uh, I thought it was a great effect in general. You know, it was, was kind of trippy. Great dynamics. Like how he chose how stuff would come in and out of the song uh, was, was really, really good choices. I'm guessing he's using a regular guitar electric six string as his bass guitar though. And the song I think really suffers from that. You know, it'd be great to have a better developed low end because this it's, it really just sounds like, like there, there's nothing down there. I'm not you know? sure if that's the case if, or if there's just no low end at all in the song. Like it sounded like the whole thing was um, high passed and oh. all of the lows just were dropped on the floor. Really? So, like, I mean, because if, if that's an actual bass guitar, then that, that, then that just sucks. <laughs> I mean, that bass guitar, I really thought that he was just, you know, using, you know, maybe his, his low E and A as his bass guitar notes. But if it's actually a bass guitar and it just sounds like that, then that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is that. Maybe it is a guitar. Uh, I, th I really like Ray's voice, and I thought his vocals were excellent in this. Um, yeah. And like you, I think I noticed the layered guitar sounds. Good stuff. I'm not really a big fan of all the biblical and religious imagery he has in his songs. I mean, it's kind of funny to say that little baby Jesus loves me. You know, mm. and there, there's some other God stuff in there that bugs me a little bit. But uh, some of the other imagery in the song I thought was fine. But yeah, just the lack of any low end anywhere in the mix was kind of a problem. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's a good song, you know, yeah. other than the, the low end thing. I'd also kind of looked at the um, the lyrics. You know, they were, they were kind of, he, he feels trippy. He's like, oh, this is unusual and strange and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really go into exactly, you know, an explanation of what's going on. But maybe he's, maybe he's, uh, you know, hallucinating. I think he's werewolfing. Really? I mean, he does say well, that there's the phrase triskaidectophobic lycanthropy, which triskaidectophobic is fear of the number 13, I think. Yeah. Wow. And then, of course, lycanthropy is the the, the werewolf stuff. I, I don't know. I, it, since there isn't any other kind of reference to it, I think that maybe he's just, uh, you know, talking about what could or couldn't be the cause of his his trippiness, yeah. you know. That uh, things are that things aren't right. There's 13 moons in the sky. You know, maybe he's like lying back on the grass and and just tripping out. So, yeah, cool. I enjoyed this song, even though you know there were some problems with it. It's still a good listen for me. Yeah, yeah. The only problem I thought was that bass thing when it comes right down to it. You know, the only real negative I had on it. All right, let's move on to Chthonic Black. Stone. 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 
pronouncing that right chthonic it's like from the greek word meaning underground i think oh so un underworld something like that i always kind of just whenever i see <laughs> yeah you think cthulhu right <laughs> yeah whenever you see a long word and every other letter is an h then it's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah but uh and it, i think it sort sort of fits in with a song a bit too so like the the, the words the words seem very lovecraft uh yeah -ish. very uh what's that band um, oh darkest of the hillside thickets yeah <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's what i thought of uh yeah a bit while both while listening to this song about you know especially with the lyrical content it made me yeah. think of sonic youth all that distorted layered guitar sounds I thought some of the guitar stuff sounded fantastic. Like, I've often wanted to try to pull off a Sonic Youth um, sort of sound, but I don't have any guitar pedals. So <laughs> it's a little bit hard to get, you know, uh, distorted sort of screechy guitars without guitar pedals and an amp. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, you need need your digital delay, your overdrive pedal, and um, I don't know. What Alternate else? tunings. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I thought, I, you know, that that's fine. I thought it was also pretty sloppy. Even then, though, that's kind of I don't think that's really what they were going for is, you know, precision. I thought it was a little sloppy, but I, I but they really, you know, they were going for it. You know, they uh, they were going for what they were going for. And I oh, thought that no was, shit, you can't yeah. half ass that vocal style. Yeah. Now, having said that, you know, I don't think yelling is a really great substitute for melody. And I mean, you know that I like shouty music. I, I think like Tired of Talking is one of Jerkatorium's best songs. But, you know, that is shouty and it has a real melody like a lot of the the stuff that I like has. You know, it's not just shouting or screaming without right. a melody, which is what this is. Again, it's a fine song. Not something I'm going to download, but it's a, it's a fine, fine song. Yeah. Heavy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it, they they accomplished what they were going for, definitely. Yeah, I guess when you are some sort of shadowy underworld priest wanting to bring about, you know, the 13th moon, yeah, you get a little bit shouty. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked it too, but you're right. Probably not something I'm going to listen to a lot. All right, next up we've got Hot Life. Life and reality. mixed feelings about this song so listening just to the first section i'm like oh this is pretty boring and uh, there's some timing problems and oh my god would it kill you to switch that drum machine pattern a little bit and then um things switch into this like purchasing power every hour section and like wow i'm like suddenly i'm a lot more engaged that section is like sort of more upbeat and catchy and interesting 
and then it goes back to the first section and the drum machines back and then more vocal timing issues and it's you know hard to listen to and then it goes back to that purchasing power every hour section and and, and I like it again so I, I kind of had mixed feelings about this the the synth and the real like acoustic piano sound I thought worked well together to create a cool sound um, mm. And I definitely liked parts of it, and I definitely hated parts of it. So yeah. mixed. Yeah. yeah, there was some some interesting choices here. You know, there there's some really neat instrumental stuff going on in the background, and like there's that one doubled vocal bit where the other track uh, is like an octave or two lower. Um, that was weird and effective. You know, that um, the check me out cashier line where. It's it's we, kind of weird and spooky and uh, and it, it, again that's that's really effective, but what bugged me is that you know the uh, yeah okay it was again it was sloppy things weren't on beat but um, the, the thing that bugged me most was the different song sections are separated by w what are essentially just pauses you know and that's almost always a bad choice and it was definitely a bad choice in this song you know between like the verses and the purchasing power parts it's like these just pauses you know and, and i don't know there's there's maybe some instruments continuing or something like that but it's essentially just this you know we're gonna stop and then move on to this next section and it's a little it's herky jerky very much so in, in my opinion and I, you know and I, i've made comments like that in the past about other songs by other bands and I, you know i in it's so rare that that ever works here it just seems like okay we're going to stop this section and then start this other you know seemingly unrelated sections and i so yeah that that didn't work for me otherwise again you know this stuff is sloppy stuff is not happening on the beat and i'm sure that's not intentional but uh again it it did have some charm in some of their choices interesting stuff going on in the background and some neat choices with the uh the vocal uh layering so yeah yeah. yeah, I'm all about songs about consumerism too, so I'm into that. Sure, sure. I'll buy all of those songs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up we've got James Owens. So uh, what did you think of the, about the lyrics on this one? How was your deep dive? His best lyrics to date. Yeah, Could not find a single thing wrong with him. No, no, I'm kidding. The song was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Great instrumental. It was so smooth for such a weird time signature. When I praise Glennie for doing odd time signatures, it's because he does it and it sounds like it's 4-4. You know, it's like it doesn't sound like there's something really, really messed up going on. Like there's a glitch in the song. And this is like that. It's a weird, weird time signature, but it all sounds very natural and very smooth. Wow, I didn't even realize it was in a. It was not in standard time. Yeah, it's like thirteen eight or whatever it works, or thirteen sixteen, whatever it works out to be. And that I'm sure is a nod to the thirteen moons. It's it's very tricky, and it's yeah. And if you didn't notice it, that's testament to how uh, skillfully it was done. Yeah, yeah. I do kind of wish it were more like a song than say a score you know um it seems a little little like background music for an indie film and and that's fine but it's i don't know it's really really well done i just don't think that it should place higher than 
the bands that bothered to write lyrics and provide a vocal performance. You yeah. know, without lyrics, this song could just as easily have been entitled They Know or Burnt Orange Offering or, you know, anything like that. So, right. uh, or Meat Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the joke there is, is that James Owens won for Meat Grinder and it wasn't another instrumental. So I don't think uh, that happens very often. Usually instrumentals are punished by the song fight listening audience. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, for me, I think that the vocal performance is the hardest part of any song, and the and the writing the lyrics is also very difficult. And uh, you know, to to just sort of like say, okay, I'm not going to do the the only thing that requires you know a ton of skill. It's half-assing it at best. Although this was a great instrumental, I really liked the dreamy quality of it. Yeah, it's a great instrumental, but I'll never vote for any instrumentals because they're half-assing it. They're they're <laughs> by definition half-assing it. All right, so, that's the that's the final word on that. Yeah, that's right. It's another one of my perverse standing on principle sort of things. Never going to vote for an instrumental, no matter how good it is. So, because again, there's there's no reason this couldn't be called burnt orange offering. No reason whatsoever. And okay, so like the the weird time signature as a as a nod to the number, exactly one half of the title. You know, that's fine. But but still, whatever. All right. Let's see. Next up, we've got Lycanthrope. We live on the closest moon to the planet down below Just got electricity 20 years ago Three eyes and four tentacles, skin of brilliant green We eat carbon polymers and drink toluene Thought we were alone in this endless universe No bipedal aliens with whom we could converse Then we saw lights on the 13th moon Stead every night till we'd sway and swoon Is this a curse or is this a boon? Who could they be? Better find out soon And this was interesting. I feel like that the rhythm section in this song was from a totally different song and he just pasted it in. Like the guitar and the vocals seem to be in one kind of rhythmic area and then the bass and the drums in another. And it just yeah. sounds chaotic. Yeah. I imagine that it made sense to Lycanthrope, but it did not make sense to my ears. Yeah, this is kind of like the opposite of what I was saying about Glennie and James Owens, where they do a great job of taking odd time signatures and making it sound like 4-4. Here, Lycanthrope takes 4-4 and makes it sound like weird time signatures, <laughs> which, which I, I don't mean it to sound that mean, but this is... You know, it sounds like he's switching time signatures. You know, definitely like the bass is four four, but maybe the drums sound like they're seven eight, and the guitar is five four or something. Even though I know that it's all the same, it's all four four, and it's just that the guitar is coming in weirdly late or ending weirdly late, and it's yeah, it's it's messy. It's just messy, you know, and it's awkward. It sounds awkward. Yeah. This is another iteration of his chopped up acoustic guitar style playing. Yeah. What did you think of that? Is it better than the Muse score MIDI that he used to do? I, no, no. I think the, his previous effort was better than this. And, and again, it's just because this sounds so awkward and poorly timed. I just don't know what's going on. You know, I was, I was, I was trying to think it out and I'm like, okay, well, obviously, like the bass and the drums, they're programmed. You know, I don't think that they're performed at all. 
uh, I think that they're I'm, I'm making assumptions here. I but think I think you're it's right. It's pretty safe to say that, like, you know, again, the bass is on the 16th notes da, 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 or on the eighth notes or whatever it is. And the drums, I'm sure, are also placed on in those sections. So then why are the is the guitar sound so weirdly off time? The vocal performance, it's 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 OK. I mean, the, the only problem that I have with the vocal performance is also the timing. He's catching up with himself sometimes and he's, you know, he's, he's a little late on some notes. And Yeah, the rhythms are what killed this song. Yeah. Like, like, I, I mean, I think it has interesting lyrics. Yeah, as usual, the lyrics are great and the the vocal performance is interesting and and it's like all of that it just gets lost because you're going, what the hell is going on with the music in this? You know, what's going on with the instrumentation? And it's just it's it's hard to listen to all the way through. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, I did listen to it a few times to see if I could figure out any of that garbled radio signal. But oh, yeah, I think that's supposed to represent alien chatter that they're trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know. It's cool. It's a cool effect. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, I, let's see, I think I have the, the lyrics up. I think even in the lyrics, he describes it as imp- incomprehensible radio signal. Oh, uh, yeah. I just kind of listened to it a few times through just to try and see whether or not he was hiding something in there, but I couldn't pick anything out. It sounds like a radio signal, too. It's nicely bandpassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. But... All right. Um, that's, I think, all we can say about that one. Yeah. Next up, look out, Joe. The thirteenth So these guys are pretty heavy hitters. They submitted four songs in 2018 and won twice. And huh. I can see why. They have strong, tight, harmonized vocals, great production and playing. They sound like a sort of a radio-ready, straight-ahead 70s pop rock sound. Yeah. Like they're uh, the Steve Miller band or something. Yeah. And, and uh, this is one of their weirder entries not quite as catchy and up-tempo as their other stuff. It's got some bloopy video game sounds in it that kind of distract me, and I don't think they really work that well. Like, they're just added to make it sound a little bit weird. Yeah. But um, overall, I like the sound, and I, I like the production, and I just like the quality of the work these guys do. Yeah, my, my notes read much like your comments. It's uh, There's no lyrics posted, but there's no need. Everything is really clear in there. Um, there's neat, trippy background stuff that is mixed well enough to avoid being annoying. Sometimes if you're using special effects or something weird going on, that can kind of just interrupt the song or interrupt your attention to the song, but it didn't do so. It was just mixed really well in there. It was a good song. It's got a great groove, but just kind of like what you mentioned, I thought it wasn't catchy. Uh, but having said that, I don't think any of this fight songs were catchy. And it's, you know, it's like, like, where is Von Vorten when we need him? Right. You know, come back to us, Von Vorten. We, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we need, need catchy, catchy songs. songs. Yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, so yeah, uh, all is forgiven <laughs> with, your, with your comments. I voted for you. <laughs> Come back, Bob. Come back. I want, I want, I want something that I want to listen to. Yeah. But so. yeah, I have a, I have a feeling. Lookout, Joe. We're gonna see more of them this year, and they're gonna be winning more. So that'll be cool. That'll be good. Yeah. Good. Competition's a good thing. Yeah. All right. Next up, Paco del Stinko. I love this song. I thought it was great. As soon as I heard the finger snaps and that great bass line and the reverby sort of surf guitar chords, I was like, yeah, this is good. It's got all those Paco elements. It's got his exact style of call and response backing vocals. Mm-hmm. I also just like the sort of juvenile crass <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, that, that worked well for me. I was just like, yeah, I'm down with mooning the orange one and letting my butt talk for me. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, great synth solo followed by a screaming distorted guitar wail. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Somebody on the boards mentioned it sounded like Peter Gunn, and I didn't get a real Mancini feel to it, but it does have kind of a theme song vibe to it. I think the the Peter Gunn thing was probably more talking about how the guitar part is centered around a, a sort of a riff, you know, yeah, sort dun, of a, dun, 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 a dun, dun, lick. Dun, dun. Exactly, and that the um, that the bass guitar also follows. So and and yeah, yeah, it was, I thought it was done really well. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely voting yeah. for this Paco tune. Yeah, yay fart jokes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> drop yeah. drop bend bend. <laughs> I thought the music was a little foreboding, you know, for the premise, you know, unless you focus on the, the repercussions instead of the event, then, you know, it, it's, it seems like a, a song that's not terribly serious, but the, the tone of the song, you know, the music and the melody sounds kind of, I, I'm not even sure if foreboding is the right word, but I'm going to use it. A little yeah. darker than, yeah, than the lyrics yeah. would imply. Exactly. But yeah, no, it's a good song about... A group of protesters uh, meeting our current president's level of discourse, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Solid vote. Good job, Paco. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, next up we've got Pig Farmer Jr. The third moon of the apocalypse The color of the blood dripping from your lips When first we had sex, blood dripping from my neck During the bloody eclipse All my friends called you trouble and rage And you were talking about looking at lyrics, and one thing that struck me about the lyrics is the the use of the word blood, which is repeated so often. I, I just feel like I get it. There's blood, like blood dripping from the lips, blood dripping from the neck, blood eclipse. Like, should I be enjoying a blood orange? I don't know. I just I felt there's too much blood. Yeah, um, plenty of blood. Yeah, plenty of blood. Uh, <laughs> there's some timing issues on the vocals again. Like, there's that line. 
but one look at you and I had to obey. There's just something slightly offbeat on that, and I was trying to figure out exactly what it was, and every time I listened to it, I knew there was something wrong, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Like, something is coming in there early or late. And then there's another line. It's like the last line of the song, and I remember that on the boards, Von Borten complained about this, and I can hear what he's talking about. It's the 13th moon eclipse. And something about that line just sounds off, too, and it's maybe because... E and Clips each get their own beat or something. And again, it's hard to articulate what's wrong with it, but I think some of Pig Farmer's timing issues are plaguing him again. But overall, I like the musical arrangement and the instrumentation, and I really like it when Pig Farmer goes out and rocks, because I think it sounds cool. I agree. I, I didn't notice quite so much the timing issues. I must have given him a slide on that or not been really paying that much attention to to that aspect of it. I thought they were good lyrics and good drums, really, really good drums, which sometimes I've complained about in previous uh, Pig Farmer songs. So I was really happy about that. It's a good vocal performance, too. I mean, timing issues aside that you noticed, I thought he was really, you know, bringing it. But the melody for most of the song is, is kind of unoriginal and lazy, kind of the anar- anarchy in the UK-ish, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, it's we've we've heard that before uh, in a lot of songs. So that 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 didn't really appeal to me, Uh, and you know, it made the song a little bit forgettable. You know, kind of like popcorn. Like, okay, uh, we got the message, and then it's gone. You know, so otherwise, it's a good solid effort. You know, it's just the vocal melody I thought could use a little work during the verses. Also, it's a little short, and I think it really could have used a guitar solo and or a bridge. And, you know, I do hear the the guitar stuff that's going in the background during the end chorus, but I'm talking about like an additional guitar solo or a bridge section would have really, really kind of improved this song. Yeah. It wouldn't have overstayed its welcome to add a little bit of extra thing to to kind of break it up. And I, I know that, yeah, there's that part where it, it goes to just the acoustic, which was a great choice, you know, giving it some dynamics that way. But I think yet another sort of a section, which, uh, again, guitar solo or bridge might have improved it quite a bit. Cool. I think overall we're both bullish on Pig Farmer's sort of new new style. Oh, Yeah. I think he's done what he can do in G&G. I think his non-G&G songs are better. I'll put it that way. When he gets the full instrumentation, he does really well. Yeah. All right, next up we've got Somebody Named Seth. If you're reading this, the man you love is gone. I have run. Ask not where I go. If you're still alive, my plan has worked so far But I'm no longer under control I've been trying for an entire year And he's back, as promised. This is his second song, recently. And uh, great vocals. That was the first thing I noticed is that this guy can really sing. He's got a really great control over his voice. And it sounds good to me. I like how the percussion sort of slowly comes in. And it's like he starts out, you know, you hear these snare rim clicks instead of just like full beats coming in. And uh, I looked at the lyrics for this too, and it's like, oh, hey, cool. This is like an engrossing werewolf style story, you know, told um, through a letter 
It's like, it's a very good, very well thought out lyrics for that. I love how the music sort of ebbs and flows around his voice, which remains constant and constant volume throughout the song, and the music kind of just moves around it. Really great, clean production. At some point you hear some really 80s guitar arpeggios that go well with some of the schmaltzy string sounds that you hear. Um, <laughs> I know that's does the, the '80s and schmaltzy adjectives <laughs> seem kind compliment. of like a backhanded compliment, but uh, I, I thought it worked and I liked it. I thought this was probably the most interesting song of the fight. The vocal delivery was great, uh, and everything sounds great. I thought even the fake strings sounded great. And again, that's not a that's not a backhanded compliment. That's like that's like it 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 blended really well. It was done uh, just fine. Would it kill uh, him to hire an orchestra? Yeah, come on, you had a whole week. <laughs> you could have figured, yeah, no. Uh, but no, I thought it was great pacing, uh, great chord progression, and like the song is over four minutes long, and there's no solo, and there's no instrumental, and there's no bridge, and yet it didn't need any of those things to totally captivate me. It, I, I just thought this was done great, and yeah. I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. If so. the lyrics were less engrossing, it would have been hard to, harder to take. Oh yeah, there's so many ways to do this wrong and he didn't fall into any of that. He just made great choices. He performed it extremely, extremely well. Captivating, engrossing, and uh, yeah, great. Great, great, great song. Vote. Yes, that's two votes. Two jerks, two votes. <laughs> Next up, we've got Third Cat, and this is the final song of the fight. And all the things I used to love Think I've had quite enough And I'd rather be falling deep asleep Dreaming night Sailing out past the sun In my space balloon Searching for life on the 13th moon Classic third cat sounds here right yeah i mean that, that might sound like a, a measured yeah because it is i thought the verses were amazing they're it's like this lovely lovely introduction followed by a beautiful short verse those vocals on the verses are great great too and then it goes into a terrible terrible chorus <laughs> right it's an abrupt chorus or an abrupt mood change on the chorus like it's bipolar feeling right yeah yeah it's, it's like all of a sudden we're happy <laughs> well yeah and we're happy and it was like about a balloon or something i'm just <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I just, I, yeah, I hated those chorus. Everything is beautiful in the song. Everything is beautiful in the song, but the chorus is terrible. Right. It just, it, it, I think it goes from minor to major key to at the same time. It's just like all of a sudden we're forced happy. Could be. And it just, yeah, it, uh, whatever it was, it doesn't work, you know? And that's one of the things that, that annoys me about this. There, there's nothing really specific that I can point out that, is objectively bad about the choruses, you know, where I can say, this obviously doesn't work. This was a terrible decision, but there, there just isn't anything that I can point to and say, this is why it's terrible. And yet I just really, really don't like those choruses. You know, I wish I could like surgically excise <laughs> the choruses from this song because otherwise this is really, really fantastic. Right. But then it would be less than a minute, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, was, it's, it, I just wish they'd they'd sent it to me for a first listen, so I could send back notes and ask them to change the court. No, I'm kidding. I'm half kidding. I wish I send lovely, your email to so feedback <laughs> at two jerks one vote and tell Ryan yeah. why he's an idiot. I know why I'm an idiot. I'm just, I, 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 I was joking about that, but but yeah, no. I this song is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Except those choruses just freaking ruin it for me. So, uh, yeah, I, I just wish that they'd done just anything else as a chorus for this song because I just, yeah, it just really, really turned me off. And again, nothing that I can point to that to say this is what this is exactly what they did wrong and nobody should ever do that. It just, yeah. Yeah, it, I think it, it's just the abruptness that got me. It's just a weird lurch into the happy chorus. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, they had so much promise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his usual strengths are there though like that atmospheric sort of guitar soloing over synth pads thing never gets old yeah yeah no I, I really like Third Cat I really like their sound and uh, the singing is great the singer for Third Cat is just just wonderful wonderful voice but um, but yeah and again verses 10 out of 10 chorus oh oh no <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no. Stop. <laughs> all right. That, that is it. That is all the songs for this fight. Let's see. The The next song fight title is Sing of oh, the Times. I guess we could talk about how much we hate this title. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fucking it's, awkward. It's awkward because it's, it's a pun. It's the imperative tense. Which is uh, just a terrible sort of a thing, you know. You're you're ordering or requesting or whatever. It's an imperative tense, and it's just just not great unless you're going to do, I don't know, like some hippy dippy protest song or yeah. something. It's just it just doesn't bode well. I and mean, I deep hope throat, that... if you're listening, take a vacation. You know, send email <laughs> to feedback at two jerks one vote, and we will take care of the next ten titles. Yes, yes, they're all going to be individual nouns. None of them proper nouns. It's, we're going to open up the dictionary, and the first noun that we hit, we're going to go ahead and just use that. That'll be fine. Yeah, no, this was yeah, just just a dumb pun and um, imperative tense, hard, hard to turn into a love song. Just no. So I don't know. I'm sure someone will do something good with it, though. That's another frustrating part. We're going to you know, listen to these songs next week and be like, oh, that's a good take on it. And, you know, and I don't mean that to sound sarcastic or anything. It's like there's going to be some genuinely good ideas uh, in the next song fight. If anybody bothers to submit, didn't hate the title as much as we did. So, yeah. All right. I think I hear the theme music playing in the background. Do you have any shout outs? Yes, I want to shout out to Brian, who is the reason the Jerkatorium exists. Thank you, and I uh, hope you're feeling better soon. And uh, shout out to Alice. Uh, think you're awesome. Love your art. Continue to submit some uh, cover art. That'd be really cool. I uh, want to shout out to my husband, Andre. Uh, thank you for all the love and support. That's about it. Yeah, I would like to shout out to all the people in Seattle who seem to be sick with some terrible flu-like illness that's not the flu. Stay strong. Stay strong. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid humanity. That's, that's a good general rule. Anyway. <laughs> all right, this has been Two Jerks, One Vote. Catch you on the flippity-flop. <laughs>